This very special bonus episode of I Doubt It with Dollamore is brought to you by our generous listener supporters on Patreon and PayPal. If you appreciate what we do and would like to join them, go to dollamore.com slash PayPal or dollamore.com slash Patreon. The following broadcast may contain free thinking and open-minded discussion, ideas, skepticism, and adult subject matter. Topics will be discussed using adult language, sometimes gratuitously. Get ready to move the conversation forward. This ain't your granddad's news and comment show. This is I Doubt It with Dollamore. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank you for joining us for this very special bonus episode of I Doubt It with Dollamore. I'm your host, as I always am, Jesse Dollamore, and I'm joined today by the other host of this very program, the lovely, the talented, the scholarly Brittany Page. I am very excited about this episode, yes. and um, which is unusual because most of the time I'm not excited. Usually you're just over there sleeping. Yeah, and <laughs> this time I'm very alert and excited because we have a return guest and a new guest on the same uh, episode. That is right. You're a former pastor from the church you attended uh, as a younger Young young adult yes. in, in Boise, Idaho, Mark Trailer, mm-hmm. and his co-host of his new podcast, yes. Tammy Gerka. Yes. Christianity Without the Craft. That is right. That is the name of the podcast. And we're we're excited. Um like we said, Mark Trailer was on the show previously to promote his book, and we talk about that in the interview. Um, but just to refresh people's memories, like Jesse said, he's uh, my former pastor and just one of my favorite people. Um, I stopped going to the church when I moved to California, obviously. Um, I think I started going to church around 12. Yeah. You were, and, you were brought. Yes. <laughs> I was brought to church around 12, although I think I met Mark when I was like 10 hmm. years old and um, just have a lot of respect for him, even though... So do I. Even though I am not a believer anymore, right? Um, he's still one of my favorite people, and I'm really excited about their show. Um, I've listened to all of the episodes, and I think that they're great, and really interesting, even as a, a non-believer. Well, I think it's it's um, it's proselytizing other Christians to think a little differently, be a little kinder, mm-hmm. kind of taking a more progressive approach to modern day evangelical types. You know what I mean? Right. Donald Trump evangelicals. Mm-hmm. The Jim Jeff. Jeffries or whatever that guy's Jeffress. name is. Yeah, Jim Jim Jeffries. Robert Jeffries. Robert Jeffries. What, what's happening to I you? have no idea. I think he recently said that Christians who don't support Donald Trump are morons. Yeah, he did. I was trying to find audio of it, but it is. Uh, it was on a Fox News radio show, and it's hard to find. Mm. Anyway, uh, we are excited about this. We really would encourage everybody to go check out their show. Go subscribe. Give it a try. See what you think. Um they are beautiful people with beautiful hearts, 
And we always want to amplify messages that that are making the world a better place, or at least efforting to do that. For sure. So without further ado, let's get to the interview. So Mark Trailer, Tammy Gerka from Christianity Without the Crap podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. How are both of you? I guess since we've got two on the line, Tammy, let's start with you. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. And we woke up and we had snow this morning, which I always love seeing. It's so beautiful. So yeah, doing well. It's, it's excited. We're excited to be here with you guys. Uh, we really are. We're so grateful for the opportunity to be on your podcast. Well, we had uh, Mark on a, I don't know how long ago that was. I should have done my research, but. Uh, a couple of years, probably. You were on yeah, promoting. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, you were on mm-hmm. promoting your book, Radicalizing Peace, How Your Good, Small, Faithful Steps Can Change the World. And you didn't start a podcast at that time. You've started it now with Tammy, and we're really excited about it. You're like four episodes deep now, right? We just recorded the fifth one last night. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I'm so impressed that you remember the tagline to my book. I definitely there, wasn't reading it. Um, <laughs> I, I I didn't remember it myself. Yeah, you just said you said you didn't do your research, so but you sound prepared. <laughs> so Christianity without the crap, it's it's uh, you guys did a really good job. Like we we screwed the pooch when it came to naming this show because <laughs> we we really didn't have an idea. Well, we didn't know it was going to end up being what it is. Yeah, and yours really it tells a story. You know what you're getting into for sure when you when you when you click play. Mm-hmm. Um, what led yeah, I, what led that, you to that? That's crazy because. Uh, people kept saying, even we were saying, well, we need a tagline. And then we looked at the name of the podcast and we're like, eh. Maybe that's our tagline. The title is the tagline. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty great. Yeah, so why did you guys start the podcast? I think a couple of reasons. You know, I'm recently retired, so I really wanted to keep my head in this kind of material. Retired and from, for the audience's edification. <laughs> I recently retired from 25 years as the pastor of a church I started. And uh, started with a lot of this Christianity without the crap kind of mentality behind it. And um, so for me, this is a way to continue with this material that's really uh, so important for me. Well, and you're now a little bit unleashed to say some of the things you may have wanted to say, but felt you couldn't say That's in right. church. That's right. I was getting unleashed at the end of the church experience yeah, because how'd that I, go for I, you? I, good. Yeah. Hang on, Tammy. Knew- Who's doing the interview here? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they knew I was retiring. So what were they going to do? Fire me? That's so right. I was free in the last year, especially to say a few things. And how are you, how are you two? How are you two connected? Connected, Tammy. Are, are you? Were you a parishioner, as as it were, or yes, just yeah, longtime I, friends I with Mark? Attended um, Eastwind, or attend still to attend Eastwind, and so have, I don't. I was yeah, <laughs> I was there during he um, Mark gave a sermon series called Christianity Without the Crap, which I loved, and I remember used to even give that out as CDs to new. Um, people that would come and check out the church. Um, so I was familiar with the sermon series and um, I was actually on the board that last year of Mark's tenure at the church. So yeah, quite familiar with all the uh, issues with attendance. <laughs> yeah, and we just been going out to dinner with Tammy's husband, Tomas, uh, or either coming over to my house or going over to your house. And um, just great conversations. 
And obviously, Tammy's super bright, has a great voice, and fun to be with. So I thought, I'm going to ask her if she wants to do this. Well, and I kept sending you podcasts. So I have um, a best friend who we just weren't able to do Bible studies just for whatever reason. Then she moved away. So we started listening to podcasts um, that we would then discuss because she was over in Maryland and I'm in Boise. And so we, I started listening to all these like deconstructionist podcasts, which are people who are kind of peeling away the layers of their faith and trying to get back to what they, their core beliefs. And um, so I would find some that I found super like inspiring and then I'd send them to Mark and be like, oh my gosh, you gotta listen to this. And so, yeah. Yeah, it just felt really natural. So, so we like talking to each other. So we kind of yeah. know your background, Mark. That you 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 grew up in a in a pretty religious. I mean, not saying that extremely religious, but a religious household le- led you. I don't know if your parents were also in the ministry, but um, you were a pastor for for decades, and you started a church. And uh, but what what is your background, Tammy? Are you? Um, I know you you have a science background. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Have you always been um, a Christian? Yeah, I grew up Presbyterian. Um, so so no, of, she wasn't a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a born again date, so I don't know. For some people, then that might not be um, enough, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, so I grew up in a um, in a church in Pennsylvania. Um, but my experience, I think, was a little unique in that I attended a youth group that was like really formative for me and my faith, um, and it was a, a youth group that really. Um, it wasn't just for Christians. There were Jewish people in it. There were non-believers because it was just a really fun place to go on Wednesday night. And so we had over like a hundred kids that would go and we just kind of talked about like issues teenagers face and how do you be a good person in those um, situations. And we had like, we every summer we'd take a week long uh, camping trip to Assateague Island, which for, um, if people don't know, it's an island, barrier island off of the coast of the Atlantic and it, there's like wild horses on the beach and it's just was you know those are the things that really stick with you and you know those kind of cemented my foundation of faith um, and then went to college and didn't really go to church very regularly um, but then when I had kids you know you start to realize like I want that foundation for my kids so I um, started looking for churches and found and realized like how hard it is to find a church that like um, without the aligned. crap. Yeah, without the crap. It's because <laughs> there's yeah, exactly. And so we had crap. It was a different kind of crap. I, I could stand the smell of Eastman's yeah. crap, I guess. But um, so yeah, and then I went to. I've done a lot of school, so I am a scientist. So in the meantime, like I, I have a microbiology undergrad degree, and then went. Uh, to grad school and have a master's in immunology. So I'm sort of a unique scientist with faith, which is not always the most normal thing, but I think they're highly compatible. But um, that's I, something I we... There's actually lots. That's it's what just, we intend to... Well, some of the topics we yeah. intend to talk about. So, so yeah, let, me, let me ask you this. Do, do you do you credit some of your ecumenical background, you know, if you go to a youth group with Jews and different religious... Um, participants, mm-hmm. uh, adherents in there, do, do you credit some of your more progressive or open-mindedness relative to the rest of the world yeah. um, to that that um, formative experience? 
Probably. I also, um, so I grew up in a college town. I grew up where State Col- uh, Penn State is, mm-hmm. in State College, Pennsylvania. My dad was a professor at Penn State. So I've been around people from different cultures, like, my entire life. So Thanksgiving was always, we had like 30 people at our house and it was all the people from all the different countries who, you know, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving and we'd have them over. So, I mean, I've just been surrounded by different cultures my whole life and- um, Broad exposure. Yeah, broad exposure. Mm-hmm. So it's just been always normal for me. Yeah. For that, so. so how would you guys articulate what, what the crap is that uh, you're trying to sell? I mean, that you're not trying to sell. Christianity <laughs> without <laughs> the crap. You figured us out, Brittany. Yeah. You We're trying to out. sell a load of crap. Huh? <laughs> uh. What is it exactly? Well, it's there's so much. Uh, I don't know that you could put it in a sense, sentence. There's so many things that we have talked about that we would like to discuss on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, things like um, this attitude of we're right, you're wrong, uh, that's really pervasive in the Christian world. Um, you know, we're all goodness and light, and you're all darkness and evil, and, you know, we've got the truth and the Christian worldview and all this. And, or your sin is worse than my sin. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at well, right now, especially like homosexuality is the big sin yeah. that we can point to. Like, ooh, look well, at that. Well, this is the episode we just recorded yeah. yesterday. So. Um, and I think actually it's our best one uh, because that idea that, that you know, our outhouse don't stink or another word I could say instead of outhouse, <laughs> um, that that is very pervasive in Christian the Christian world. We overlook or don't recognize our own stuff, our own sins, but we're full of criticism about everybody else's yeah i think well one i mean i think the audience clearly knows my my take and i've got (laughs) many many innumerable uh criticisms of christian i grew up for tammy's sake because she doesn't know everybody else tammy's on the outside looking in here i I grew up an evangelical (laughs) i grew up in a tongue-talking dancing maniac faith healing (laughs) um doomsday cult you know insane and um but now i'm an atheist um, mm-hmm. and I've, I've, I, there's been a, there's been a shift from kind of angry, bitter, pissed off, really right. l- looking, um, angrily, I guess at, at Christianity and Christians. It and was that, kind of a mourning process. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. The, the, the five stages of, uh, of deconversion and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not easy to get out. Yeah. And I still, I still have, um, a lot of problems with Christianity and, and also just maybe the God question, the God belief. But mm-hmm. the world, I want to deal, like Brittany says, deal with the world on the world's terms. We're dealing with reality on reality's terms. And Christians, you people aren't going away anytime soon. Or your beliefs aren't, your beliefs. <laughs> well, we may be. Your, your, <laughs> That's your, part, of, part of what we're talking about, you know, is the trajectory uh, is very similar to what happened in Europe 50 years ago. Yeah. Um, well, what I'm saying is I'm... I want to appreciate the Christians out there, whether they be in my audience or in mm-hmm. my next door neighbors right. or you guys. Yeah. I want to appreciate you for the good things that you do. Right. And sure. and I want that's why we want to amplify your voice as much as we can, because we've got a lot of Christians, a lot of believers in our audience who are who struggle with their compatriots of faith. That, yes. that we've yep. got Donald Trump in the White House, and you've got evangelicals who are who are betraying the words of Christ, the red letters yeah. in yep. the New Testament yeah. every day when they yep. advocate for 
for caging children and stripping that. We don't have to get into politics yeah. here. It's kind of just <laughs> water oh, sure. rolls downhill yeah. and that's what happens. But um, you guys are the type of Christians that I yearn for. Mm. Um, and I just, I want to thank you for that. But also, how how do you plan to reach that other segment? Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, mean, obviously, mean the, obviously, that eighty-five percent of evangelicals that support Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you you don't want to have a podcast that's just preaching to the choir, which oftentimes this is what we do here. You still want to e- evangelize the message of a more progressive Christianity. Mm. How do you plan mm-hmm. to do that? Well, we've talked about that a lot um, because we realized even recording a pilot that we could very easily alienate. Yep. A lot of the people that uh, in our church we've been able to reach over the years, but feeling a little bit off the leash, I'm like, all right, let's just dive in. Going guns blazing. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. And then it would be like you're saying, preach to the choir. And so our goal is to try to keep those folks engaged so we're not just preaching to the choir. Mm -hmm. And so we came up with a an idea for a segment. We don't have enough listeners yet where we're getting their input, but do you want to explain this segment? Yeah, so um, because we did a lot of like pre-planning for the podcast, and so one of the things we've talked about is really trying to keep an open mind. And like if you, um, we want to be learning all the time. And so, and sometimes when you learn things, you realize your opinion is wrong and you have to adjust what you believe. So, and that goes for us as well. So we hope our audience will learn, but we wanna learn from our audience. So we've created a segment called Help Me Understand, because we realize we're gonna say things that people, Christians are gonna listen to and say, no, I don't agree with you. I want you to hear my side of the story and understand where I'm coming from. So we're, our goal or our hope is that we'll have people write in to us or call and leave voicemails um, where they tell us, okay, here's what I think you've got wrong and this is why. And then we wanna read it out on the air so that we're really trying to pre- present both sides. Like we have our belief, but we could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Not likely, but yeah, could be. <laughs> <laughs> So we hope to create that dialogue. We also want to try to bring people in from different ideas. Um, You know, maybe we even just briefly talked, Jesse, maybe bring you in as an atheist to talk to you. Like, what is it about um, Christianity that, you know, turned you off? And what is it, the things that you do like? Because we talked about how, um, like, talking or learning from unbelievers will help Christians understand where we've gotten it wrong Mm -hmm. and what we can do better. Yeah, well, I mean, not to 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 side skirt us here, but the the, the it's not Christianity that's the problem for me. I mean, there's a yeah. lot in Christianity that's a problem for me, but it's not that. It's the fact that I don't believe there's a God. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like I'm I left Christianity because I got hurt or I was molested in church or some crazy thing. It's eh, like what happened. This doesn't make sense to me. I don't believe there's a God. So. The bitterness that came was me watching the hypocrisy of Christians and all the assholes that you deal with on a daily basis, and then knowing what I know about the Bible, which is a substantial amount still. I mean, I didn't just yeah. lose all that. Yeah. Like, like, it didn't drop out of your brain. Yeah, right. So it's not, it's not that I'm like Christianity lost me. It's just the belief in any... Di- Listen, 
you guys are almost as much atheists as I am. Because neither one of you, I, I assume, believe in Zeus or Thor or Odin mm-hmm. or Vishnu mm-hmm. or Ganesh. Mm-hmm. I'm not you. So we we definitely believe in in the power of myth, but yeah, right. Well, there's one. There's you only believe in one fewer god than me. <laughs> so anyway, well, that, that, yeah, so that's yeah. What I think that your background, Jesse, that's why it would be so interesting because I think. And and the fact that really, and I think I'd love to talk to Brittany too, and maybe that's two different interviews because uh, I think that that's really valuable for Christians to hear and to challenge those basic assumptions mm-hmm. is re- really what we're all about is is challenging assumptions. And just hoping to get people to think more about what they believe and why they believe it. And just, mm-hmm. I think if you, I think a lot of people have a lot of blind faith. They mm-hmm. don't really understand why they believe because mm-hmm. it's just been what they've been told in church. Yep. And it's not really their own belief. It's their pastor's belief that yep. they now believe. And our goal is you can believe what you want to believe, but mm-hmm. at least understand why you're believing it and exactly. have formed, like wrestled with it enough that it's your own faith mm-hmm. that you can talk about to others, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can articulate it because it's your own. Right. Yeah, and and that's where hearing from atheists, Muslims, uh, everybody, whoever, is really valuable. And we're, in fact, our next little series of episodes is gonna be about uh, what I've called believiness, which is a takeoff on Stephen Colbert's truthiness, yeah, if you yeah. remember that. Yeah. And uh, it's all about like, well, I mean, we just tend to believe stuff because people told us we should believe it. Feels like we ought to believe it. We only surround ourselves with people believe it. We've always believed it. And that's just not good enough. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things that we wanted to ask was who the audience is for the podcast, but you're kind of giving it away right now. And even <laughs> even as a non-believer, I don't want to I don't want to spoil any of your episodes. But on your most recent episode, you you touched on something that is really a hot button for me when I hear believers talk about, oh, I'm so happy God saved me from whatever tragedy happened when a lot of other people were harmed in that tragedy. Um, Listening to you guys have that conversation was really powerful for me because you don't often hear believers kind of check other believers on that issue and say, hey, what kind of perspective do you think a non-believer has on this? And what do you think other people would hear that don't share your views? So kind of, I mean, listening to these conversations, even as a non-believer, is really useful and and powerful even, even for me. So um, mm-hmm. just wanted to kind of give you a shout out and say I appreciated that conversation. Oh, that's great, Brittany. Thank yeah, you. and you're saying, like, what's our audience? Well, I think right now it's Tammy's parents. <laughs> so that, that's why we're... <laughs> Mark, Mark was so excited because he's like, Tammy, we got a listener in Panama. I'm so excited. And then I was like, oh, yeah, my parents were traveling in Panama, and they downloaded it while they were there. He's like, oh. And I was we're like, still going to claim it. And after that, I was like, I felt so bad that I told you too quickly because you were so excited about that listener in Panama. <laughs> well, actually... What are we at? Like 800 downloads. Yeah. And this is three, three, you know, yeah, three weeks. Well, maybe we can help you out. I would, I would definitely yeah. encourage the audience to go check out the podcast, which is obviously on iTunes and Spotify and uh, Google Podcasts, everywhere that you can get podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Except Pandora. It, it, that's right. Well, we're not even there. So <laughs> not like we're not, not even us. No, we're not even there. <laughs> Oh, so that's so so listen I've listened to all the episodes and I do I enjoy the show you have a lot of advice uh, and critique of what Christians are doing wrong 
what do you think, Mark, that Christians are doing right um, in today's landscape? Well, I do think that there's this uh, effort on the part of especially younger Christians to try to say, look, you know, our parents' generation made it all about who they hate and what they don't like and what they're against. And we're trying to really step up and uh, make a difference in our world. So it's particularly on the local level, I think many churches across the country are doing, uh, at least making an effort to do great things in their community that aren't about um, trying to convert people. They're just trying to make a difference in their community. Um, like always, you know, I mean, it's not easy, you know, to, to do well at doing good. And so a lot of this is, you know, maybe not that great, but um, th- there's an effort there to turn it. The The problem flip side of that is the modern Christian movement um, among younger people now is kind of like, hey, we're not going to talk about who we don't like, but, you know, we still think it. And we're, you know, we're not going to uh, uh, make it a a negative thing. It's about, you know, dude, it's Jesus. We just love, just love on everybody, you know, <laughs> but they're still thinking this, the, the theology, the dogma, it's still the same old crap. It's interesting to me, your perspective, because you have such, um, again, I keep using the word, but a progressive kind of a modern day outlook and, and the way you come across, but then you have very old school. Sorry, let me say this. Growing up, well, the, the gospel of Jesus has been morphed and perverted into God has a plan for your life. When that's not the gospel. The gospel is go out there and preach the gospel to every living creature and try to convert people and to Christianity. you probably get killed in the process. That's, uh, that's, what, <laughs> that's the New Testament message, yeah. yeah but, right, well, but, but, but it's not God has a plan for your life. Or it's not, uh, you know, if you give this last... Ten dollars that you have, you're going to be. It's going to be given back to you, pressed yeah. down, shaken together, right. and running over. Oh, gold yep. is going wow, to bless you've got you. The voice for that kind of a preacher. That's yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that. That's uh, what we call Jesse yeah. taking us to church. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so, so it's it's refreshing to hear you, Mark, talk about your beliefs and about Christianity and about faith and about doing good works. And not giving these just bullshit platitudes about God having a plan for your life, which naturally will lead us to the thing Brittany was talking about on a previous episode of yours, which is if a plane crashes and one person survives and they thank God Mm -hmm. for the blessing of their surviving, they're ignoring the fact that a hundred other people died terribly. Right. So I just I I guess I wanted to just toot your toot your horn a little bit and say I appreciate that. Coming from someone who has lived it and is now not living it. Yeah. It's well, and, and the fact that you use the word toot uh, in a podcast about Christianity without the crowd. <laughs> Fucking Mark, think, always with a joke. I will set that one for you just to spike it. Well, I, I think uh, here's the big thing for me, and this is where later as we get deeper in the podcast, we'll probably lose some people, is that uh, I do not believe that Christianity is supposed to be about doctrine and dogma and theology. And um, I think it's supposed to be about the inner person. So when I look at Christians, I see people who are just as angry, just as anxious, just as upset, just as, you know, unhappy as everybody else. 
And I think the reason is because Christianity is focused on all this theology, which has been a complete distraction from the inner life. So this is one of the things I admire about Buddhism. There is no theology. There is no doctrine. There is no dogma. And whenever you're talking theology, you're, you're, you're talking about stuff you can't prove. This is not science. <laughs> and uh, it's if you're going to be dogmatic and certain about things like that, you're, you're just blowing smoke at yourself and everybody else. The real thing is what's going on in your inner life. And if Jesus came in, Jesus, you know, he came into this environment, which is very much like our Christian environment today, with the Pharisees, who are the religious conservatives, who made it all about the rules and all about dogma and doctrine. And Jesus came and said, hey, guys, not about the rules, not about doctrine, not about dogma. It's about attitudes. It's the way you think about your enemies. It's the way you respond. Treat those on the margins. It's the way you respond to hardship. And so that was Jesus' message. And then the Apostle Paul comes along and he says, oh, Jesus, great. Love Jesus. But by the way, it is all about doctrine and dogma and theology. (laughs) It is all about the rules. And Thomas Jefferson's great line was that Paul was the first great corrupter of Christ. (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm... I am over the moon that you're going yep. here. I was gonna, I, seriously, I was gonna ask you about Pollyannity, about what you what if because I I've long thought Paul fucked everything up. <laughs> the, the guy who actually never met Jesus, who takes the mantle and ruins everything. But I mean, I'm gonna go crazy with it. Well, and and it's just it was so instinctual for him, but it also shows that people really struggle with the idea that it. I don't have to be certain about these you know, concepts. I can live with uncertainty. What's important is my inner life and, and my and my um, sense of well-being with all the uncertainty of how everything exactly works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you talked earlier about how you might lose listeners when you start <laughs> going to these places, but you, you also lost um, a significant part of your congregation after you revealed something about your beliefs, which is that uh, you don't believe in medieval hell. And I'm assuming Tammy stuck around because now she's your co-host. So she's on board with that, I'm assuming. Um, well, she stuck around because she, she already knew she was going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right there next to Mark. No, actually, it's funny because I... I wasn't in church those two Sundays. I don't know. Was that in winter? I ski on Sundays. It was summer. Oh, was that a summer one? Okay, yeah. then I must have been. This is why she's away. going to hell, see? But, um, yeah. I had, so I was on the board for the church. So, you know, I hear things. And I um, I had all these people coming up to me saying, oh, my gosh, did you hear about this sermon? I had um, someone on staff tell me that they, like, like biblically, they just could not believe in the same things that Mark was talking about. I had someone tell me that they didn't, I don't think I told you this, Mark. I'm going to reveal it for the first time. Someone told me they did not think you had the Holy Spirit anymore. Mm. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I have got to listen to the sermon series. So I was like, it must be like, holy crap, kind of a sermon. And I listened to (laughs) it. Holy crap. I listened to it because we have the sermons online and I, it was two weeks and I was like, Amen. What? What? This is awesome. And I'm like, what is the problem people is having with this? So I, uh, yeah, it was just, I was expecting it to be much more scandalous um, than it was, but I, yeah, I, I yeah. loved it. 
Well, people get very unhappy when they hear that people aren't going to burn. They're wait a minute. We 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 need the burning, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why am I wasting all this time going to church if most of the people sitting around me aren't going to burn in hell for eternity? <laughs> yes. Cuz oh, yeah. God so loved the world, right? He loved That's all, right. He loved all of us that he wants 90% of us to go to hell, right? Look, I love you. I know you're my child, but I just have no choice but to make you burn. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Right>. Forever. <laughs> Eternal ter- torment. Yeah, can't Be- get Because out of, of 80 years. Oh, you made a few mistakes in 80 years. So eternity, a thousand trillion billion years, you're going to burn forever. And, and he made us <laughs> in his sense. image, but then sending us to hell, right? Yeah. Like we're made in God's image, Yeah. but then we're, we're going to go to hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, just, and this is the thing that... Um, at the heart of that is the idea that 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 whole idea, our idea of hell, comes not so much from the Bible, but from medieval Europe, where it was really a political um, advantage. Control to, device. It was yeah. a d- control mm-hmm. device. Yeah, it was a way to control people. And um, so if you go back to the original scriptures, like even the word hell is translated from the word Gehenna, which was literally the garbage dump outside where of they, Jerusalem. It's where they so, burned the trash outside of the city walls. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a perfect metaphor because it was outside the walls. And so, you know, outside the kingdom of God. Uh, and it was a place where you went, there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I mean, there were dogs out there that fought over the scraps, right? So the imagery and everybody that when Jesus, they heard Jesus say that, they would have known. Oh, he's talking about a very powerful metaphor here. Yeah. As opposed to some literal destination deep underneath the Earth's eternal, crust. Eternal destination. Yeah. And um, and it's not just that simple. There are a, a lot of other words that are used. Uh, uh, the idea of eternal even uh, has been misinterpreted and misunderstood, again, from medieval times. So this is not a new idea. There have always been lots of Christians who don't believe in medieval hell. I believe in Gehenna. I believe, you know, if you ignore God, if you ignore morality, you, you end up in the garbage dump. But hey, we've all been there. Right. Well, it sounds like you've you've uh, you've done some preparation mm-hmm. of possibly losing some podcast audience. You've, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is just round two, man. Yeah. You figured it out how to deal with it already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I feel like, and I've learned a lot listening to you guys. One of the great things about your podcast, and I think a lot of podcasts, is that people can begin to connect with the individuals because you guys are likable, and people like having your voice in their life. And if we feel like on the front end, if we can connect, show them where we're going but then reveal new things as we go along, they may still hang with us. Hopefully. Well, I mm-hmm. mean, our goal is to be approachable. And mm-hmm. even if you don't agree with us, you might still learn a little yeah. nuggets here or there. And Well, and also, like you were talking about, Tammy, the Help Me Understand segment is an opportunity, especially if, when people chime in. And if they're articulate and make sense, <laughs> we'll put it on. Because there will be people who say, well, wait a minute, you know, you've mischaracterized what Christians believe, or you've mischaracterized uh, people who have a problem with homosexuality, you know, and we need to hear from them. And I think that may keep people connected too. So we're not just preaching to the choir. 
Yeah. I, I I want more compliments our way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, well, there's we a thing. Say, let's, okay, let's go there. Um, <laughs> first of all, um, he's tooting his own horn. I, that's I, right. <laughs> that's that is the toot our own. Ho- we have a thing on the show where we talk about how we toot our like I'll make predictions and then if yep. I'm right, mm-hmm. we toot the horns and I get to toot my own horn that I was right. Doesn't so. well, happen very often. <laughs> I have another. I have another idea that we should have something similar, Tammy. But because we're Christianity without the crap, it's a farting Our noise. sound should just be. <laughs> that's very appealing i think that'll work super well (laughs) but let me let me say this uh first of all i think originally the idea of podcast came from the fact that Brittany, who i've known her whole life almost Mm -hmm. uh you guys did this and it was successful i thought wow podcast yeah and then also we have known nothing about how to do this you guys uh, your listeners should know that you guys have led us every step of the way through all the technical ideas, um, just... Social media, like yeah. top Patreon. Just kind of the way this whole thing works. And we there's no way we'd even be ready to launch without you guys here. And your desire just to help. Like, we we would have had... How much would we have had to pay a consultant to get what we've gotten from them? Maybe I shouldn't bring that up. I think there are... Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll, you, bring, they'll wait, send wait, a bill now. You haven't gotten the invoice yet? <laughs> you but, might get edited out. Somewhere. Yeah. But if we if we call with a question, bang, immediately. Je- Jesse has spent, on probably four or five occasions, two hours on the phone with me leading us through. So you anyway, guys are, it's, You guys it's, are awesome. You're like the coolest, best... Um, most uh, good-hearted atheists. I was going to say, can, can we can, Christians can like atheists? Is that a thing? Yeah, it may, you mean we're regular people <laughs> who just who just don't happen to believe in um, I'll I'll say it, a pejorative, a fairy tale. I just don't believe yeah. in what you believe. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Well, yeah, everything's I, great. I, no, I I think I think uh, I think that we're more on the same page than than you would think. Yeah, I think so, too. So yeah. w- thank you for all that, by the way, uh, even though Jesse had to initiate it. Um, so <laughs> what, uh, what? No, I, was, I, I tried to get the sound out earlier when he was saying what he was saying. Yeah, we understand. We understand, Jesse. Um, so, we were going to say it whether you brought it up or not. What? What a bunch of dicks. What, <laughs> what would people be surprised to learn about two people hosting a Christian podcast? Tammy? Oh, great. You throw it to me first. Um, Well, I think for me, the fact that I'm a scientist, I mean, I already said this earlier, but that I am a scientist who Mm -hmm. truly believes in science. I believe climate change is real um, and I still have faith and that those things can peacefully coexist in my brain. So you're a a scientist enough that you also believe in evolution and you believe the 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 foundations the science has laid and not in some supernatural explanation of a 6,000 or 8,000 or a 10,000 year earth yeah I believe the earth is a lot older than that that's ridiculous yeah because that's how I grew up I still have family that believes the earth is no more than 10,000 years old Mm mm-hmm it's alarming how many people believe that. I had a person, I led a Bible study at Eastwind who, um, and I said something about the earth and or science, and she sent me all this articles and books about 
like scientifically proving that the earth is only 6,000 years old and how carbon dating, it's not really accurate. And I was like, okay, thanks for that. I will <laughs> keep it in except, mind. <laughs> except we know how fast the speed of light is and that the, 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 the light that is coming to us from, from billions of years Away, billions of year, light years away. Jesse, Jesse, ah! let, let me tell you about this scholar named Ken Ham. Yeah, right. Ken Ham, he's great. Ken Ham, the... <laughs> ugh, anyway. Man. I gotta yeah. keep it kind of PG. I dropped the F-bomb too many times. Yes, uh -oh. yes. Yeah. Keep it together. I tried to stop cursing on the show, and I introduced a bell that I would ring when I wanted to curse. Mm -hmm. like, a, like a... You know, when you walk up to a counter at a deli and you ding, you ding the bell. Yeah. I had it. And... Yeah. We got so much feedback that was angry. No, don't stop cursing. Yes. So I, I had to go back to... It's an emotional release. Look, look everybody, I'm going to give the people what they want. And uh, that's what well, they like. You call it an expletive, right? Because it, it really is expressive in a way that golly gee whiz doesn't get, right? Sometimes, that's right. Sometimes no other words will do. Well, golly gee whiz, they would think I was having a fucking seizure or something. <laughs> you were having so, a gee whiz seizure. <laughs> so we are super excited for you guys. We think you're doing awesome work and that you're you're doing very important work. And so at the end of our interviews, we like to ask this question, and we hope you're ready for it. Uh, this is for both of you. How did we do? No. <laughs> <laughs> You guys did great. You were it's, great interviewers. It's called uh, excessive approval seeking. It's a sign <laughs> of insecurity. <laughs> that is not the real question. The real question is, what is the last thing that you changed your mind about? Let's start with Tammy. Oh, okay. We keep starting to mark through it over to me, going over to me. Um, so... I would say, so I, I am a, like, I like to have be, I like people to like what I'm doing. I don't like when people disagree with me. Um, and so I had gotten some feedback from a family member that was like about the podcast that they didn't necessarily agree. And I'm trying to be more okay with like, it's okay if somebody doesn't agree with me. Like it doesn't change you know, it doesn't mean they don't like me as a person. So I'm trying to change my... It, I know, Mark's like, yeah, I gotta get used to that. So that I already skin. had my first little dose of that. And because, um, you know, I don't like um, when it's uncomfortable or people disagree, but I think I'm going to have to get thick skin on that. Yeah. That's yeah. really great. That, that's that's, And let me tell you, let me be uh, another person to to add to the choir you're going to have to get used to it. I yes. know. I just, mm. you know, I like it when we all get along. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just do. But yeah, I'm not a conflict person. Yes. Yeah. Mark? Um, yeah, the question, what have I changed my mind about? I would say that after the very surprising election of Donald Trump, I had to really start to think a little bit about my stereotypes and characterizations of the kind of people that vote for him. And um, I think I had the classic, you know, liberal stereotype of Trump voters as just a bunch of stupid, uneducated, you know. Uh, but pretty soon, I think after the election, I had to really come to terms with why are these people like this? What statement are they making in voting for Donald Trump? And sure, there are a lot of people out there who fit that stereotype. But I think there are a lot of people who felt uh, ignored, silenced, belittled, um, a lot of uh, things about their opinions that we might 
looked down on or disdain that if you think about their background make complete sense and just trying to have a little bit more compassion for that kind of person instead of just stereotyping them as stupid hicks and um uh, i think that that was a wake up for me in the months following the the, I the think elections. it's a work in progress for both of us, right? It's it's, still... it's a work in progress. It's still very hard, but mm-hmm. I do think there there's a lot of folks that had been ignored and disrespected by people like me in ways that we weren't recognizing. I I would agree with that. I mean, mm-hmm. I've I've come to grips with. I still think that if you voted for Donald Trump, um, open. Abject racism wasn't a deal breaker for you. I, exactly. I still, I still exactly. hold that opinion. Yeah. Exactly. However, I, I, I did easily discount the experience of Middle America, of Rust Belt, of mm-hmm. of uh, yeah. economic depression in certain areas that was being ignored. Right. Yeah. However, if you're still on board with Donald Trump right now, <laughs> something's fucking wrong with you because you're ignoring yeah. everything that has gone on. Yeah. Um, so you know, but but I don't have the the admonition to be as forgiving as uh, as as you lovely people. So I would also say that it's important what what Mark what you were saying in terms of reaching people, mm-hmm. the position to come from is your position, right? Mm-hmm. That you're going to be more likely to reach people and effectively change their perspective if you approach it with kindness rather than yeah. you're mm-hmm. an idiot rather and than something's like wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah, because... Well, I, I, I totally relate, Jesse, to all the feelings and I still like yell at my radio and all that. Yeah. Uh, but I also understand that uh, a lot of it's what you listen to and, you know, a lot of folks that aren't very educated aren't very educated because they couldn't afford to be educated and the kind of things that I stand for and believe in, you know, if they were applied would help those folks a lot, but I I get it. I get the resentment in a way that I didn't before towards the um, what they call the elite. You know, like if you know something, you're not smart. You're a smarty shopping. pants. Yeah, you're yeah. smart ass. Yeah, and 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 I think uh, I I can see why there's resentment towards people like that and um, people like us. Yeah, yeah. I think this we're kind of getting to the heart of how our show works too. Is mm-hmm. like I, I speak a lot of times. You know, there's not a lot of filter here, so I, I I get angry and pissed off, and I talk about it, and then Brittany kind of brings me back to more of a logical. <laughs> under you know, look, look, you're not going to reach anybody being pissed off and calling them all a bunch of hillbillies. You you you've got to meet them where they are mm-hmm. and and really try to understand where they're coming from, and that's. She's been um, immeasurably helpful, and and I should play the toot music now. Yeah, you should. Uh, <laughs> for me, helping me grow and learn and be a better person that way. So, well, and yeah. we've even oh, talked about yeah. that on our podcast. Our last couple episodes have been about like same kind of concept applied to Christians and unbelievers. That as Christians, we have to go meet the unbelievers where they are. They don't need to come to us and be like us right away. We need to go meet them where they are, speak their language, not our Christianese, uh-huh. uh, you know, um, uh-huh. blessed, you know, yeah. I'm so blessed yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's that same kind of concept. Like we yeah. need to meet people where they are. 
Well, yeah. it's you know, it's the the old adage that if you're if you want people to come to church to be cleansed by the healing blood of Jesus Christ, uh, here we go taking then, us to church. But you can't ask them to go take a fucking shower before they come to church for the cleansing. Oh, we yeah. fell out of church. They need <laughs> you know they I mean? need a shower after church these days. Yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> right. So anyway, we could go on and on and on and on. Yes. Um, I listen. If you love this show. If you love what Brittany and I do, yes. and you're a believer, or even if you're not, even if you're on the on the fringe or you're a full-blown mm-hmm. atheist, th- this this show, Christianity with the, without the crap, is a great is a great find, a gem. Mm-hmm. You guys just started and you're doing awesome, awesome content. You can find it on on Apple Podcasts, you can find it on Google Podcasts, you can find it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on Facebook, Christianity Without the Crap. They're going to have a Twitter soon. We will post and talk about that when it happens. Um, what is the phone number to your podcast so people can put you on speed dial? Oh, yeah. To, yeah. to, to take part in that segment that you guys are going to be doing. To help me understand. Yeah, our, our hotline is 434-878-2727. And that is crap for the old style phones with the letters. That the 2727 is crap. 434-878-2727. Awesome. Correct. And mm. it spells crap. How fancy. Yeah. Ours spells nothing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because you doubt it. <laughs> that is right. So so listen, we, we appreciate you guys. I would say to the audience this, that we very well could have them back on if you have questions for them, or you could ask them on their own podcast. Yeah. As always, we look for feedback. You can reach us at 657-464-7609. Of course, you can always email a voice memo from your smartphone to idoubtit at dollamore.com. We thank you guys for coming on with thank us. You. We do. And, thank you. Uh, Thank you. And again, uh, good luck. We 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 wish you guys well. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys thank so you. much. I mean, we can, we can't really can't thank you enough. And just want to say, Brittany's one of the most amazing stories. I don't know if you've told everything on your show, but not everything, but a lot. <laughs> she's one of the most impressive people I know, and uh, and we love you, Brittany, and and we love you, Jesse, and we're so grateful. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank All you right. guys. Well, Brittany, those two are good people. I would agree with that. Yeah. For sure. I have to say that there were parts of that that made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but I gotta, you know, we I'm all gonna, survived. I'm going to be And everything's going to be fine. Yeah. No, I understand. It's, it's, I know that you have expressed feelings of regret about how aggressive you used to be in your atheism in public forums in the past. Sure. And I think that I sometimes get nervous because there are certain trigger words (laughs) that I think are... Like fairy tale. Rather aggressive still. Yeah, sure. Um, So even if it is less aggressive than it used to be, I still think there are certain terms that, that are used that have a very negative connotation that can be kind of rude jarring yes i I get that but i look at it this way would mark or tammy would they give that same kind of deference to greek what we call mythology now they'd call it mythology Mm -hmm. they would call a belief in odin well that's not real that's mythology Mm -hmm. it's the same their religion's the same to me Mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt me that they believe something i don't believe in Mm -hmm. or that i don't believe is real but what does matter is how they treat their fellow humans. 
And I think Mark and Tammy, I don't know her as well, um, they seem to me to be as humanistic as I am. Mm-hmm. And that is what matters. It's what product are they creating in the world? Is the quotient of sorrow um, less because they're in it? And So, yeah, maybe I, I don't have to be such a dick, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying, but I... I definitely tensed up. I probably was pulling my hair a little bit. Uh, <laughs> wow. Thankfully, there wasn't a camera on. A little bit I'm of saying. panic. There was a there little was, bit of panic. There was a slight tinge of panic. But I, I also get it because I, I feel also that, because like we said, it was a mourning process, right? Coming out of the belief yeah. system. And I, I'm sure it looks different ways for different people for sure. But for me, there was also a period and sometimes I still feel it where the anger kind of comes back and I get a little angry about things yeah. <laughs> like what I alluded to on the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's great what they're doing. And I also think it's good to have these conversations and move the conversation forward. Absolutely. And that that's precisely what they're doing. Yeah. Which, listen, if if you could change the mindset of just a few people through whatever, whatever medium you're using to to be more uh, kind to one another, to, to make the world a more accepting, it's going to be a better, more beautiful place to live. And goddamn, that, good for them. Yeah. Good for them. So, again, I would encourage everybody to go go into your podcatcher, subscribe to their show. Christianity without the crap. And you know what? If you like the show, get involved with them. Check out their Patreon page, which is just patreon.com slash Christianity without the crap. Yes. And uh, maybe do plug your their number in. Give them a call on that uh, help us understand or help me understand segment. Because, sure. listen, when you're just starting out, it is, uh, it, it is nice to hear... From I mean, listen, it's nice to hear now from mm-hmm. listeners that we've been doing this for over 500 episodes. Yeah, for sure. So, you know what? Give them some love. Yeah. We love you guys, and we appreciate all that you do for us. If you have been on the fence about supporting the show on Patreon, now would be a awesome. And by a awesome, I mean an awesome time to do so. You can go to teamdollamore.com. That'll redirect you to Patreon. You can check it out. And by supporting the show, it will be producing content just like this. Not only our regular numbered episodes during the week, but also bonus episodes. Also, all of the YouTube content that I create is is being factored in to that, that Patreon contribution. So we love you guys. We appreciate you. We'd love to hear from you about this episode. Once again, the number 657-464-7609. Of course, you can always email voice memos from your smartphone to idoubtit at dollamore.com. We will see you next time. Thank you for joining us. Until then, for Brittany Page, I am Jesse Dollamore, and this has been I Doubt It.